From Northern Stage, this is Within the Wall. I'm James Whitman. Be aware, this episode features adult language throughout. In our first episode, we heard about life in Biker before the Biker Wall was built. In this episode, we get back up to date. The Biker Wall is an estate in the east end of Newcastle, home to maybe 10,000 people. Designed by socialist architect Ralph Erskine in the late 1960s, it has won several awards and became a Grade 2 listed building in 2007. Nestled within the wall is the Chevron, a community venue run by Foundation Futures. Jenny Dixon hosts a wellbeing group there every Wednesday. Uh, so I'm Jenny um, and I'm a director of Foundation Futures and I run this wellbeing group in Biker. We started in Biker working with young people but then a lot of the families got involved and wanted things to do through the day when the children were at school. So every other week we'd go on a wellness walk. So we'd get off the estate and do some exercise. We'd be in places like Plessy Woods, Northumberlandia, Penshaw Monument. And then we also do crafts and things like that, normally to do with what's going on. So we've had some Valentine's crafts, we'll be doing some Mother's Day stuff. Um, and then we'll try new things like we've been doing some hand casting today, which has been fun. <laughs> Everyone at the group was a little bit microphone shy, so rather than interview people, we decided to make a game show called... How well do you know, Biker? (laughs) (laughs) How Well Do You Know Biker is based on a card game called Sust. The aim of the game is to guess how the other people playing would answer a series of multiple choice questions. For this game, I asked everyone the same four questions about Biker a couple of weeks before recording this episode. Okay, so today we're here to play How Well Do You Know Biker, which is a game about how well this group at Chevron know each other and how well they know Biker. On team one, we've got Shelley Jackson. Shelley Jackson's got to guess how everyone else has answered a series of four questions. And the other team, on team two, we've got Kirsty, Becca, Charlene and Jenny, and they're going to try and guess how Shelley answered. So... Question one. Describe biker in one word. <laughs> Here's your four answers. Shithole. Beautiful. Community. Shite. <laughs> shite. Who said what? Kirsty said shite. Okay. That's one. I can tell you that that is correct. Well done. Oh, I guess the other three as well. What the other what was? So the other three were shithole, beautiful, community. Community, Jenny. (laughs) Yep, that was Jenny. So she's a liar. Oh no! I've I've heard that word quite a few times. That's what you'd say. Jenny, why would you say community? Because I just think it has a really like nice community feel. Like people help their neighbours, don't they? Yeah, definitely. Okay, so the next ones are shithole and beautiful. Shithole. <laughs> There's no need to point at that. And beautiful. Becca. Beautiful oh, Becca. That is correct. Get Well oh, done. That's excellent work. That's really good. So, see if you can guess Shelley's answers. So, Shelley gave three answers. Only one of these is what she thinks most. 
Answer one, friendly. Answer two, proper dive. Answer three, shithole. It's not, gonna, confer. It's, not like going, it's not going to be shit all. I think it's, it's friendly. friendly. I think friendly. Are we saying friendly? Um, yeah. <laughs> friendly. Right, friendly. I don't know. Shelley, what was friendly. your answer? Well, the first one. Shit all. It was shit all. <laughs> was it? <laughs> Knew it. Oh. So you don't know me now? <laughs> Why is that what you think, Shelley? Well, Why do you think it's shit all? Because it's a shit all. It's a mess. And I said that the people that come to the street every day, you know, so rubbish. Honest. Not like it used to be. Like not clean, do you know? Nah. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> say, there needs to be flour, everything, nothing now. <laughs> <laughs> Who took the flour? I'm not <laughs> In Shelley's words, Biker is a mess. And the estate spins are a big part of this perception. Although carbon homes are taking steps to improve things, for some, these changes have been too long coming. I visited Tom Collins' house several times, and during one of their coffee mornings, the bins came up. The state of the uh, bins down there, which is terrible. Uh, the recycling bin hasn't got emptied. Lisa had communicated with somebody, and they just brought a little blue bin that's just got filled up. So it's a bit of a mess. People keep chucking things over there, so that, that needs sort of looking at. But in addition to that, there's this proposal to do something with bin stores. I just noticed in this magazine from Biker Community Trust, it talks about improving things and these, these new They bins, talk a load of crap. New bin stores. And it said it says that they want to know what people think about the new bin stores. Uh, so I'm gonna pursue that According to the Office for National Statistics, Biker is one of the most disadvantaged areas in England, and it has been for many years. But there's something about Biker I've not experienced in similar estates. Almost everyone I spoke to there could tell me something they love about the place. Where is your favourite place in Biker? Here's your four choices. At the top, near St Michael's Church. The Chevron, the square out the back of my house, me mams. The square. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Becca? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Becca, what do you like about the square? It's dead friendly and everyone comes out and like chills out. Kids mm. play. Yeah. Okay. That's one out of four. Can you see me mams? Oh. No, mom. <laughs> <laughs> you did. It was Charlene who said that. Grace, I'm sure. Really? Why? Mm -hmm. right. oh. There they are. You like sitting out? Nice, I, but it's nice to go <laughs> around to yours and sit out on the field outside of yours. is lovely. <laughs> Just when you're with your mum. Oh, it does. You're really Okay, so you've got two left at the top near St. Michael's Church and the Chevron. The Mabel's Church with Jenny. Yeah. And the Chevron Bishop Kirsty. That's right. 
What do you like about the top? Let's say it's not the church, it's the view. Yeah. You know, when you stand, do you know, like the, the bit outside yeah. the church? And it, well, I wasn't allowed to say the chevron because Kirsty would understand. Oh, okay. oh, would you have said the chevron? I probably would have, yeah. Very well, oh. this is where I'm Very so I've lost. Yeah. Right, yeah. So, you didn't get a point for that one. That's fine. That's fine. Okay, so, see if you can guess Shelley's answer. Shelley's answers were the Chopin Park, Shields Road, or the Chevron. Chevron. I say Chopin. Mm-hmm. I would say I Chevron. Know. I would say Shields Road. I was going to say Shields Road. She doesn't like it. She doesn't like Shields Road. Oh, really? She's always there. I say Chevron. I say Chevron. Well, you're going to have to make a choice. Probably it was two. Just yeah, I'll go with Chevron. You're going to go with the Chevron? What did you say, Shelley? Chevron. Yes! Uh, why, do you like, why do you like the Chevron so much? Because it's friendly. Nice people. Jenny's lovely. <laughs> when we recorded everyone's answers, Becca told me a bit more about why she loves the square out the back of her house. All the community comes out together. And when we're in the summer, everybody brings food out. We'll have fairs, we'll have a little drink, we've got a seating area. It's just nice to get and know everyone. Lots of people I spoke to commented on the neighbourly spirit in Biker. I met Yulia at Northern Stages Cultural Encounters Group, and she told me that her neighbours are a big part of why she stayed in Biker so long. Uh, my first present happened straight away. Um, there was a neighbor living um, next door, and she agreed to take me shopping to IKEA. Uh, IKEA meant a lot to her because she used to live in um, Sweden for for a long time. She got married there, and even still has a Swedish name. She, her name is um, yeah. She lives just next door to me, and um, she took me to IKEA and she showed me like nice things food wise to get from the shop and. Took me shopping there in her car, and so and gave me some bits and pieces to put on the flooring. Oh. It was very kind of her, <laughs> um, yeah. And then people next door to me, the other next door, uh, they were from Mongolia, so it was book Russian. They were really nice people. And the person who gave me this house, he's uh, in a different uh, department. He was so excited because this house, like literally a few doors up, there was a Russian family living there. And he was literally really excited to tell me that. In the next uh, house to the right of me, um, it was a Russian couple, Belarus, uh, Belarus, and I used to spend a lot of time with them. My neighbor next door is now from Nigeria, and we sometimes help each other out. For example, if if she's at home, I would need to charge my phone, and she she gives me the, if my lectures, I'm waiting for my lectures to come on or something. Um, trying to get through to the whatever um so she's helping me to charge my phone and feeds me at the same time feed come on there's your food <laughs> eat no all the rest of us we just keep keep ourselves to ourselves and they're very quiet and absolutely i think i'm very lucky because some people don't have that so some, some people hate their neighbors don't they but i had really good interactions with mine and i still have Partially, sorry, that's partially why I didn't want to move out because I saw, I heard the stories about even people living in good areas not communicating with their neighbors and hating each other. So that's why, partially why, I actually stayed in the same house for now, how many, since 2012, 
I stayed in this house because of the uh, neighbor situation. Of course, as we've already heard, Baike is far from perfect. According to the most recent deprivation data, the area has higher unemployment, lower household income, worse education and health outcomes, and more crime than 90% of the country. With so many problems, it can be hard to know which to address first. Question three. <laughs> what would you change about Baker? So, Shelley, you've got to guess these are your four answers. The rubbish bins, the crime, tidy it up, more youth clubs. More youth clubs, Jenny? <coughs> no. Sorry, that noise is probably copyrighted. I'll say, I'll say no, incorrect. Right, that's fine. <laughs> if you can get the other three, you still get the point. Rubbish, better? No. That's, How do you know that's that? Rubbish bins. <laughs> How do you know that, Shelley? Really? Really? I was. <laughs> what do you think, Kirsty said? More youth clubs? Nope. No. 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 Oh, no. Well, it was one or the other. It was. Charlene, what did you say? You said more youth clubs. Kirsty, you were... A crime. A crime. Yeah. What sort of crime are you talking about? Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> you do know, man. I don't know. Well, there's been quite a lot going on, hasn't there? Like mm. over the past yeah. year, there's been like a couple of stabbings, hasn't mm. there? Like Shields Road. Yeah, and it's kids killing world. kids, isn't it? No, really. Mm-hmm. It's just quite scary, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Especially for like mm-hmm. you who've got. I'm petrified of men going out. And it's not happening in the dark, it's broad daylight and that. Doesn't matter where you are, they're not bothered. What do you think needs to change for that to change? I don't think anything's going to change. I think more police. There's no community police now, is there? No. no. Like, there but used to be police no. on foot. But then again, kids are not scared of the police. I know they're not, so but I just think having a presence makes a difference. But I think there need to be proper community police who, oh, like, know the community. To be fair, we on about that at the... Tom Collins the other night because mm-hmm. I had a meeting about obviously the state and what they're going to do and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about it wasn't the police, it was the war, the community people that used to work and all had to get thingies and moved on to other jobs and have the money. Mm-hmm. And what just done about that the other day. on Monday? We can't even class the police, they weren't police of our end. Ah, PCSOs. Like, they used to walk around with yeah. tombs and stuff. And, and we've got to know them. Yeah, well, I think that's the most important thing. Is You've got need, to know them. Need, you it's need to be on the estate and, and build then relationships with people. And then and it all stopped. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so these are Shelley's answers. See if you can guess which one she kind of was most important to her to get sorted. We've got knife crime, cleaning up, more shops. More shops. More shops. She's I would say knife crime, would you? Oh, knife crime or cleaning up. More shops. More shops, because that's how she wants to be on Shields Road. <laughs> <laughs> more shops. Oh, yeah, look at how little I'm empty. Well, as a team, you've got to choose. Point of three. I'll say more shops. Mm-hmm. I'll say more shops. What do you guys talk about? I don't know. We'll go with that then. Yeah. 
More Shelly, shots. what would you answer? More shots. Ooh. It was more yeah. shots. Slash <laughs> tags. What do you reckon? She's now up yourself. I'm second hand shopping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think you two have been wrong yet, have you? Charlene isn't alone in wanting more youth clubs. The YMCA have reported that between 2010 and 2020, spending on youth services across England was cut by 73%. At a community event in January, I met Dan, who runs a local youth group. Amongst other things, we chatted about the importance of youth work in Biker. I started doing stuff for mine at the youth cafe. I run a, a session there for my youth now. Yesterday, I was running a DJ club in Biker Primary um, with my third set of kids, getting to know them and introducing them to how to uh, interact with the deck, laying groundwork of, you know, just selecting songs and matching tempos kind of thing. And then after that, had the biker group that started throughout lockdown. That's still going as a sort of after-school club. We have crafts, activities... When we're low on team, we let games consoles do a lot of youth work for us. So we had FIFA and Mario on separate <laughs> separate consoles. A few of the kids want to start making a film. What do they want the film to be about? Do they know? I don't think they know yet. They the the one the one that we didn't make yesterday was about a game of badminton that went outside. The shuttlecock got lost. So they went for a finding the shuttlecock adventure that involved walking away from it. And then we found it, and then someone was killed. <laughs> the right. di- specifically the director. Okay. <laughs> so it was actually, it was really quite cool. It was just him going, yeah, let's break the fourth wall. And I was like, you're nine. <laughs> What's going that, on? That's a thing, though, isn't it? Because Deadpool does that. Yeah. So, so, so like, that's it. So then we, we turned on the director and killed him. <laughs> I just, okay, cool. How often would you say, you know, like the kids you're working with, how often would you say they do things outside of biker? Oh, very rarely, to be honest. A couple of them now go to school well outside of biker, you know, have to get metros and buses here, there and everywhere. A lot of the kids that we work with, grandma, everyone, all lives within walking distance. So like, there's, there's not a lot to leave for when you're that age. So that's one of the things that we try and do so we've done trips up to like Druridge Bay and down to Middlesbrough and like to do different activities one of the other things I do with mine is I do stuff for Open the Book the Heat and Baptists Open the Book team which are a group of people who go around doing assemblies in schools and like acting out bible stories oh wow it's great fun because the kids get to join in they get to dress up in stupid costumes as well Every week they're like, I want to be picked, I want to be picked, kind of thing. I feel very much part of the community because, you know, every now and then a kid will go, you were Joseph! And I was like, yeah, yeah, I was. <laughs> okay. yeah. yeah. There is something about being known, being recognised. Mm. Yeah, that recognition, not necessarily for your, it's not for yourself, it's the fact that they know that you're a safe space. Because mm. that, that, I think that is something that certainly the older kids are missing. A lot of our kids are living in the same room as their siblings. Like, I mean, I, we had to growing up as well. But like, mm. so I, kn- I know the sort of the lack of outlet that comes with that. 
and just sort of always being on top of each other. Yeah. Having that space to sort of just sit, maybe even just sit and play on your phone without being disturbed. Yeah. Maybe have a chat about how life's going with someone. That's one of the things that watching the World Cup did for us. Yeah. It was just, it was such a good space for, for these older kids to sit, not have to worry about whether their younger sibling's going to come flying in and kick them in the head. That's not quite a quote from from one of the <laughs> one of the lads, <laughs> but um, like having that space that they can fully be themselves. Dan grew up in Keswick and fell in love with Biker when he moved there. Shelley and her family have lived there most of their lives, and it's fair to say they have mixed feelings about the place. Okay, final question. Question four. I think it's. 2-1 now? Yes, it is. Okay, so, Shelley, you can tie it up at this round if you get this right. How do you feel about Biker? We've got... It's okay in small doses. Happy. Not happy. Love it. Who feels what about Biker? Love it. Who's we have Jenny. Got a camera? <laughs> Jenny, Jenny loves it. Yeah, that's Marie, true. Yeah, Jenny, correct. Right. <laughs> Jenny, what do you love about it? Well, just like I was saying before, the community feel of it and just the people. Mm-hmm. Not happy. Correct. That's Kirsty was not happy about it. <laughs> I'm not looking at me. What comes down to this, Shelley? Shelley, I can't tell. Okay, in small doses. Which one? Becca. No. no. Oh. <laughs> so close. Wait, you don't want to hold out a Victor Foden, so obviously she's not going to say she's happy with Becca. That's why she comes just for a little bit. Flying visits and Becca, you're happy. Mm-hmm. In Becca, yeah. What is it about Becca that makes you most happy? My community where I live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, how does Shelley feel about Becca? Emotional, happy, or sad? Emotional. Emotional. Well, what was your answer? Sad. Sad. And why do you feel sad about Vega? Because it's not the same anymore. How do you feel about Apart from the people I live beside, like, not loads of friends, but enough, enough to keep you going on the place you live so you don't. Yeah. The best thing about it is the people mm-hmm. that you know, yeah? Mm-hmm. And coming here. And playing silly games like this. Groups like those run by Foundation Futures are a vital community resource, providing a safe space for people to spend time with friends and support in coping with life's many challenges. In our next episode, we'll hear from another inspirational community venture. For now, though, Let's have Shelley sing us on our way. That's right in my life. <laughs> in my life. Where the hell did that come from? <laughs> what was that? That's right in my life.
Do you know, what, you know, know what that reminds me of? Remember the gremlins? And they sing that song. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. it. Remember the pa- uh, the dolls we used to have, Sean? What? Cabbage Patch. Remember them little fairies and you pulled the string and it went, yoop! <laughs> 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 and then take a heat off. <laughs> Within the Wall was produced by James Whitman as part of a reInvent residency with Northern Stage. In this episode, you heard the voices of... Kirsty Campbell, Rebecca Davidson, Charlie Campbell, Michelle Jackson, and Jenny Moore. With additional contributions from Michael, Clusey, and Shirley from Tom Collins House, Yulia, and Dumball, DJ Guy, <laughs> <laughs> and some lo fi beats from Coma Studio. Mm-hmm.